Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am coming to you today with my amazing co-host, of course, Dr. Millicent Ravello. Millicent, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Bonjour. 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 We are in Paris. We are in Paris doing a live podcast of the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast at this amazing, amazing meeting called IMCAS. We are at IMCAS 2022, Paris, France, after COVID. Yes. What could be better? Not a whole lot, to be honest. It's pretty good. It's been amazing. It's pretty good. It's pretty amazing. So MCAS is an international meeting combining aesthetic dermatology and plastic surgery practices. So it is a huge international phenomenon with many, 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 many doctors, many, many industry partners. And it is, it's just fabulous. And there's yeah. no other word for it. No, I know. And you're totally... I, I knew you were going to love this, by the I'm way. I'm loving it, yes. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> so the the truth is, is that because of the combined specialty approach with plastic surgery, uh, dermatology, uh, facial plastics, it just makes this meeting robust, exciting, innovative, and really it's where all the cutting edge stuff is coming from. It really is. So, so from the physician medicine standpoint of things. Absolutely. Because at least in America, when we have our meetings, they're very specific to they are. plastic surgeons, to facial plastic surgeons, to dermatologists, to cosmetic surgeons. It's so unique and each little area has their specialty. And here, from a medicine standpoint, it's everyone. So you're getting a whole breadth of you know, expertise and experience and knowledge that really is quite unique in that regard. It is. I mean, and, and it's just, it's in Europe, so there's a whole different vibe to it. The, the willingness of people to try new things, yes. to get out and really be uh, sort of facing forward the technology Absolutely. of the future. It's Absolutely. all here. It's all here. And that goes to show with all of the industry partners that we have here. So these are the device reps. It's the new injectables. It's the new fillers. It's the new lasers. It's the new everything. The cosmeceuticals, by the way, oh. here are bananas. Oh, my gosh. The skincare, Everything about it is just cutting edge, new technology, new information that, I mean, let's just face it, we don't have in the States. We just don't have we it. We don't. For many reasons, I and mean, that can be a whole separate podcast <laughs> related to our FDA, you know, approval process and um, the whole thing. But that being there's said, there's good and bad to everything. Good and bad to everything. The stuff that is out here is definitely new and cutting edge. And I just, it kind of makes me a little sad walking around looking at everything. So I'm like, that's really cool, and I won't be able to ever use it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, and, and too bad for us. That sucks. <laughs> so we had. Uh, a couple of sessions so far, and yes. there's more to come. Yes. But I thought the uh, the mid-face section that we did where the talked about the operation that both you and I do, of course, it was you know, something that uh, we've talked about before on the podcast. Right. Well, yes. A, <laughs> a I'll reference bit. my own personal podcast about having a mid-face lift. So, but, yes, we talked about that. That was the topic of yesterday. So you gave some lectures on that. And then we had a unique experience. We went out to the cadaver lab at the School of Surgery here in France. Yeah, it was uh, The school cool. was really great. You know, they wheeled out some cadavers for us. The medical students had been working on them and doing some dissections as well. And so we were able to really open up the 
face and show the anatomy of all these things that we talk about and that are so critical to surgery. And then the really cool thing, so going back to how this is a combined medical uh, program here is that the surgeons were there doing the anatomy so we were doing the dissections and showing all of the actual anatomy and then we had partners on the opposite side of the city doing live injections of fillers in those areas so they were showing the participants you know where the vessels are where the nerves are on our dissections and then the injectors were saying now that we know this this is how we're going to stay away from these critical areas and this is what the anatomy means to us when we're doing the injections so it's a really cool dynamic again blending surgery with the medical specialties yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, uh, we got to, uh, you know, the nose and the mid-face to sort of yep. kind of my, that's kind of my that's your, spot. That's your area. You know, that's, yeah. that's my area right through here. Uh, but the nasal anatomy and looking at the vascular anatomy of the nose was really interesting. I think even even from my standpoint, for us to be able to go and do a dissection is always cool. Oh, it was super cool. I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's like we get to learn, you get to learn and, all we're these things. and we're it's teaching. It's like, oh, yeah. check out what we saw. And, and you could really see yeah. that, you know, and, and, and the safety in, the, uh, in, in injectables, I, oh, I think it's... So- it's it's crucial. So, so critical. And we have, we've talked about this before with fillers, how I mean, they're usually well tolerated, but when things go wrong, they can go horribly wrong. And so safety in fillers is really paramount. And that's basically what this whole course was geared towards, safety and, and avoiding critical structures. Yeah, I mean, and, and that, that really comes down to the vascular anatomy. Right. But it also, you know, there's also nervous you know, structures. We, sure. we showed the uh, inferior orbital uh, foramen. We showed how the uh, angular artery uh, goes right up the sidewall of the nose and, and, and right into, into the orbit, the eye, you know, right, right, into right the back through. Optical nerve. Yeah. And but then we also saw the, the, fat, the fat pads. So yeah. this goes back to how you volume rejuvenate a face. Like where do you put volume to make it actually work in the face and not just putting it haphazardly. So there was a lot, there was a lot to take home from that. I like how they, uh, <laughs> when I said, yeah, you know, it's really dangerous to inject the nose. you got to watch out for this. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, and everybody does, so why don't you tell us how to do it safely? <laughs> like, that's nice that you think it's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we in don't reality... Care. We do it all the yeah. time, and so, so how, just, how do we do it and be safe? Right. Just, just tell us what you're here to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, we all do inject the nose. Yeah. I did like that the take-home message for safety was if the nose has been operated, you don't want to inject it. They were, they were very clear about that, which I appreciate. Yeah, and that's, because that that's is, good. You know, send them back to their surgeon, let them deal with that if it needs to be injected. And they were. They're very brave. There are lots of people are out there injecting noses, even though it can have a high-risk profile. But they were very clear. If it's been operated, don't touch it. Yeah, and injecting the, you know, if you inject an operated nose, you know, you are really taking... A, a huge risk because you don't know where the vessels really are after that scar it's process. All been taken after apart. The, yeah, everything's right. been taken apart. It's been put back together some other way, and so I, I think that that message was Loud really and clear. clear. Yep. and I think very, very positive that that's the answer. I agree. And then today, today we have some rhinoplasty sessions. So after we finish this podcast, we're going to head over to the amphitheaters and do our do our presentations. Yeah, and we have uh, 
you're giving two lectures. I am. So you are the chair of the rhinoplasty session, so you have to yeah, go so easy on me and ask me <laughs> easy questions, please. <laughs> um, I'm giving a talk on rib harvest for rhinoplasty and then another one on dorsal augmentation after removal of an infected implant. Yeah, and those are those are good topics and I you know, it's something that we see a lot of yes. at Roxbury Clinic um, and Surgery yes. Center, but it's not something that the general populace of, surgeon. of surgeons yeah. see. You know, yeah. they just don't. So they're really specialty talks, which I think is cool. Yeah, that's really, really exciting. And then tonight we have a fabulous gala to go to, which I've heard so much about so far, which I'm really looking forward to it. And then, yeah, and then tomorrow we fly home. It's been kind of a whirlwind four days. So and now on the gala topic... <laughs> You you said to me yesterday that if this is these are the outfits that the participants are wearing to the conference, you can't even imagine what their gala imagine. outfits are going to okay. be like. So I'm going to go like on a little detour here because I have this thing about clothes and about fashion, right? Like it's oh, it's your thing. It's kind of my jam. Total. <laughs> and yeah. I am used to being usually one of the more overdressed people in a room or at a conference. And here I'm like, wow, I need to up my game. So this is my take home. So these are, there are two things that I noticed here. Number one, the difference between the medical professionals and the industry people, there is none here. In America, usually when you go to a meeting, you can tell who the doctors are because they're wearing their boring suits. And you can tell who the industry people are because they look amazing and they're high heels and they're full makeup and they look, they look great. Here you can't tell. Like everyone just looks fabulous across the board. I mean, the fashion game is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. very different than the U.S. And no one is here in a boring suit. Everyone is looking just on point, except me. And then, <laughs> I think you're doing your part. I'm trying. You're pulling it. There's there's a little there's a little, a little flavor little in there. Zip to this, you know, a little bit. And then the second thing Hashtag I realized. Olsen. Yeah. Second thing I realized going home, I need to incorporate two things into my wardrobe in America. Number one, I, a pastel or citrus-colored pantsuit. And number two, I need to up my bag and shoe game by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, by a lot. <laughs> I've also noticed a lot of sequins, but you're not going down that road. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from that. We went out to dinner last night. I thought I was wearing a nice dress. And then I'm looking around at just a regular restaurant, and people are in sequins. <laughs> it's like, gosh darn it, I didn't think to bring my sequin dress. You've got to be dazzled that stuff. You know, that's the way this works. <laughs> but I love it. I, I love the looks over here. Well, it's a great meeting. Uh, always congratulate uh, Benjamin Asher and his team for this unbelievable, unprecedented, really, uh, aesthetic meeting. It is. It has really become in my eyes, the premier aesthetic meeting in the world. And, oh. it, it, and it's enormous, too. I, they were expecting 11,000 participants. Then uh, Sebastian Garçon, who is in charge of surgery for this meeting, said that it might be 13,000 participants. I mean, that's... that's we'll, we'll get the final number. count, but I, I'm sure it's going to be in that neighborhood. It seems that way, it, just looking around. It makes sense. And by comparison, the aesthetic meeting that we have in the States has... 1,200? 1,500? 3, 3, Which one? <laughs> the the ASAPs, the aesthetic meeting. It's been very, very... I, yeah. I don't even want to venture the guess, and I'm sure yeah. they're not happy with the right. attendance either. So, yeah, 1,200 versus 12,000, that's a big number. Yeah, and, but that's because of the combined specialties. When you're doing a When you're doing a, you know, siloed meeting about, you know plastic surgery for plastic surgeons and got to be board certified and blah 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 it just it really it narrows the pool, it, it, it yeah. narrows the pool a lot there there aren't 
that many plastic surgeons in the U.S. in general. But so that's why I like I like those meetings. Fine, they're yeah. great. They're great for what we do, and they're very specific to what we sure. do. This is something where you can kind of get your mind open to some other ideas, Absolutely. concepts that can make us better for our patients. I period. End of story. I can't wait to see what everyone else is presenting and learn some new techniques and see what's happening out here in the world of aesthetic surgery. It's and the, the focus on safety yes. is really, it's very evident here. And, and I love that because that's really what it needs to be. You want to, you want to first and foremost do no harm. And that message comes across here at MCAS, I think. Very, very strong. Very strongly and in a very well-heeled and fabulous way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, anything else, Dr. Ravello? Nope. Just looking forward to the rest of the meeting and then getting home and maybe applying some of the things we learned out here. Well, in that case, this is uh, the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 23rd arrondissement. Is that correct? Is that where we are? I think we're 17. 17th? 17th. Arrondissement. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bonjour. Au revoir. Oh, shoot. Au revoir. <laughs> if you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, RavelloPlasticSurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355, and you can reach me on Instagram at Ravello Plastic Surgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com, Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon. Oh.